There's a new stat holiday due to come into effect this fall. Uh, September 30th, set aside as a national day for truth and reconciliation. It was Bill C-5. It received royal assent last week, and it got really fast-tracked through the Commons and Senate ever since uh, the Kamloops uh, situation came to came to light. So this stat is for federal employees, federally regulated workplaces. Alberta Senator Doug Black is joining us uh, this morning to talk about the decision, uh, the reasons, its impact, etc., and then some of the larger issues that uh, surround this as well. So uh, good morning, Senator. Thanks for your time this morning how are you well daryl good morning how are you today i'm doing reasonably well on, on a cooler day here here in edmonton well, uh, well and where, where i live here in alberta we actually i hate to say this have snow this morning uh, so you you close to the mountains yeah 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 i live west of calgary uh-huh. and there's snow but we're just going to pretend that that hasn't happened. Well, this is, this is I know it's June, but in, in the mountain parks, no, Jasper and Banff both have these snowfall warnings. It's not oh, unusual for much. this time of year. It's so. too much. Yeah. Anyway. Too, but you live by the mountain. Suck it up, Senator. Yeah, fair enough. It's not a complaint, only an observation. Yeah, right? true enough. <laughs> uh, back to the topic at hand. Uh, you know what? So this stat holiday, this is a done deal. Royal Ascent means this is a done deal, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And it will be on September 30th. Be our first national. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll absolutely. be a first national day for truth and reconciliation. Uh, give me a, th- this passed the Senate unanimously. I, I know it did get fast tracked, but this has been in the works for a little while. Is that true? It has absolutely. In fact, I believe it was one of the recommendations of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, and it's something that I support strongly because what we have learned what canadians have learned and are so deeply disturbed about is that there is so much more to be done and a lot of that starts by canadians regular folks understanding that uh, we part of our past is something certainly not to be proud of and we need time just like on remembrance day i I liken it to remembrance day we canadians need time to pause to think what does what is the truth here around uh, our First Nations communities and what can I do to try and make this better? And I really like the concept of carving out a moment, in this case a day, for people to pause to think, what can I do to, to help this problem and, and through that to strengthen Canada? Uh, this was fast-tracked. Do you agree that it should have been because in light of the, uh, the, the spotlight that is, that is on residential schools right now specifically? Uh, this, this is also for a much wider, uh, wider volume of, of issues that have faced uh, Indigenous people in Canada. But do you agree that it should have been fast-tracked? Was the timing to do that right? Uh, Absolutely. I think it should have been done earlier in the same way that I feel many of the recommendations of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission uh, should be implemented. Uh, We're we're beyond talk here. This is a national tragedy. And while much has been done and is being done, there's so much more that we have to get done to ensure that First Nations communities, Inuit, the folks feel and are integrated into our community because it serves Canada. Economically, it serves Canada. Socially, it serves Canada. So I'm of the view that um, we, Canada, and certainly this government, has talked a great story. 
but it's just beyond words. It is now time for action, meaningful action, to try and uh, clean this stain. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the timing of this. Uh, you know, in June, we have uh, National Indigenous Day, uh, Recognition Day on, on the 21st. Why it wouldn't have been sort of put around somewhere in the earlier part of the year. Uh, so what, what was the, the, the reasoning for the timing of September 30th? You know, Daryl, I can't tell you that. I, I don't. I just don't know the answer to that. I don't know whether it hangs on some special moment. Well, I in think First there's Nations some of, communities uh, with Orange Shirt Day, or it went, it went along that. But I just wonder about sort of spreading these out, or was that an issue, or, or whatever. But you just looked at it in its entirety as to whether a day was important or not. Yeah, is and my view was real simple. Do we need an opportunity to pause, to stop? to think uh, what do we do as a country to make this better how can i you know how can i how can daryl what can we do here because there is collective responsibility here but we don't want i mean we don't want to overstate in the sense much has been done you know there are and we look here in alberta where so much good work is being done uh, with first nations leaders with business to integrate uh, communities into the business store. You look at Fort Mac, for example, there are some outstanding examples of First Nations-led companies who are intimately involved. Economic empowerment is so important, needs to be continued, and I think Alberta's a real leader there. And we look at the, the, the labor situation. We're going to need, when we come out of COVID, we did pre-COVID, we need folks. We need people to work to meet you know, the demands of employers. And then we look at the Aboriginal unemployment stats, which are outrageous. Something has to be done there. There is a need in the community, and there is this group, this cohort of folks who are not integrated into the economic community. We need to work on that. And that's something that I've been focused on, really, since I've been a senator. And I'm, I'm pleased we're making progress, but... There's clearly more to be done. Yeah, uh, just on, on on the stat holiday thing. This is just for 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 federal employees and federally yeah. regulated uh, businesses. Is that you know, not all uh, stat holidays in in Canada are 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 made of the same ilk or not exactly the same? Not Correct. everybody's going to get this stat, right? Correct. Unless unless the provinces follow suit to do something, you know, to get to get in the slipstream there, which remains to be seen. But you're right, Ab Daryl, you're absolutely right. As currently structured, it just relates to the federal organizations. Yeah. But I would expect provinces to follow suit. Well, may, but, you know, I expect to actually have that happen because there's a financial cost to this as well. And uh, okay. do we just do we just ignore that financial cost to, to some businesses or to the tax, uh, you know, taxpayer? You know, well, do we need to give a day off in order to actually focus on some of the issues? I guess this is part of the argument. You're, out, you're asking fair questions because there is no doubt I've seen the numbers to you know, give a day to the, to the federal organization uh, is a big number. There is no doubt it is a big number, but the sense very strongly was that uh, this is so important. This has so traumatized uh, Canada's view of Canada that we need to do what is required, including this day, to endeavor to integrate these communities fully into uh, the Canadian economy, Canadian society. 
which has to be done, Daryl. And, and I get the feeling, basically, on what you have said about what more can be done, what more needs to be done. You talk about economics, etc. I don't think you have, this needs to be a recognition of what has happened and a recognition of pain. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I would think that it can't just be focused on that. It has to be a way forward. That doesn't mean Correct. we forget about what's past, but it Thank has you. to be focused on a way forward, doesn't it? Absolutely, and that's what I'm I'm trying to to indicate here is we have to acknowledge, we have to acknowledge, but we can't become paralyzed. We have a job to be done here, and that job is, as I've alluded to, around, I think, economic empowerment. How do we get these communities engaged in the Canadian society? And the way that happens is through employment opportunities, jobs, corporate opportunities, startup opportunities. So this is what we need to be focused on recognizing because of the history there will be barriers that you know that perhaps you and I wouldn't face in order to make that step so we have to support that too and that's education that's training that's abuse counseling that's uh, family counseling because these communities as we have seen have been traumatized generationally traumatized and that doesn't go away with snap of fingers yeah. but it can it can go away and i believe maybe i'm oversimplifying here i believe that that comes ultimately through economic empowerment where you feel that you are part of a community you have uh, your your earning income you're paying taxes you're part of the dynamic you can create you can fail you can do everything else that we can do as well but we're going to have to offer extra support to ensure that happens because we can't paralyze ourselves by in in looking back and thinking oh my god what are we supposed to do and wringing our hands it's terrible it's appalling it's a disgrace but it happened so Uh, now we have to just move forward yeah, uh, I'm going to throw something at you, and, and you know it's it's out of left field because of, of what we've been talking about elsewhere. But I'm just curious to see if you have an opinion yeah. on it. This this back and forth that's been going on a little bit with the Roman Catholic Church and the Prime Minister, with the mm-hmm. Prime Minister saying, you know, we want you to to, to release some records and all this thing, and mm-hmm. and, and then uh, Cardinal Thomas Collins saying that uh, the PM's comments unfair and un- unhelpful. Uh, this 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 doesn't seem like it's going all in the same direction. What's your opinion on what's been going? on? on on that level yeah i believe the pope should have apologized yesterday that was also Uh, he put out on twitter sorry i just jump in and and basically saying that uh, he feels a closeness to the canadian people as we go through this kamloops 215 and there were a lot of the reactions were saying we don't want a closeness we want an apology yeah i i I identify 100 percent with that and as i have indicated i think in my comments or past words here, Daryl. We are simply past words. We're past, I feel your pain. I'm sorry for you. What can I do? Uh-uh. We're past that. And something which is important. We know it in our own relationships. If, if I've screwed up in my personal relationships, where do you start repairing that? You start repairing that by saying, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Then you can start to repair. And I don't think organizations are any different than people. And yesterday I was hoping that the Pope would apologize. It's been called for in the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. The Prime Minister effectively called for that. And I don't see any reason other than there will be internal reasons. Undoubtedly the Pope's lawyers are saying, Pope, 
be very careful with this because you will open us potentially to liability. My guess is that's what's going on. I find it unacceptable. I mean, the Catholic Church um, was a fool for these horrors, uh, as were other churches. Other churches have apologized. The Catholic Church is the only one who hasn't, and that is not a criticism of Catholics. That is a criticism of the leadership of the Church, and the Pope should step out on his balcony next Sunday and say, and by the way, I got that wrong too. I should have apologized last Sunday. Uh, thank you for uh, your words on that and your input and uh, and for, for weighing in on something that I didn't give you a heads up we were going to. So uh, I appreciate no, that. That's kind of my world. Don't worry about yeah. that, Derek. Oh, I'm not Don't that worried. Worry I just thought I'd recognize it. How about that? Yeah, well, thank you. No, no, thank you. And I must say, I welcome the opportunity always Perfect. to talk to you and your partner there, Chelsea, who I understand is away for a period of time. She's had a baby and everything's yeah, all doing great. Yeah, so yes, indeed. Well, would you pass on, maybe Chelsea, is listening if she is congratulations if not would you tell her that i'm really happy about that development excellent thank you okay thanks so much terrell good to talk to you see ya bye-bye Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.